Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Tech Facts with Josh Linen and as always, Mr. Seth Cruz. We discuss the things in the news that are actually impacting your life, whether you know it or not. Listen to by people all around the world who want to know current tech events in 30 minutes or less without having to learn to speak geek. And now, here's Josh. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever it is that you guys are hearing my voice. And yes, it is a different time of the day that we are recording. Welcome to another episode of Quickly Tech Facts. And I am joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Seth Cruz. Seth, how are you doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing really well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm fresh off vacation. Get into that later. But uh, we don't dilly-dally around here, as I like to say. And, uh, you know, we get right into it. Uh, this is a big one, guys. This episode is a big rundown of the WWDC event. And uh, so we're not going to do a quick news rundown uh, today, but we do want to get into our top three. But first, Seth, what's new with you? Well, um, so I've been kind of playing around with my, there's a Home Plus app that you can download from the App Store. It does cost some money, I don't know, it was like five or ten bucks, so it wasn't like a 99 cent app. But um, if if you're automating your home, I was reading on I think on a Reddit uh, thread that it's the it, it has the capability to uh, adjust the sensitivity of the motion sensor on on the camera that I'm using, and I think I mentioned a few weeks ago that when the camera sensed motion it would i set it up to turn on the light on the side of the house but the problem was that every time uh, the motion every time the light turned off it triggered the motion sensor again so the light just blinks and it stays on blinks stays on all night long and so i i was not wanting to turn it off so i just left it alone and it blinks every five minutes or whatever it is but I found this sensitivity setting in a paid app. You can't do it through the regular home app, which is kind of annoying. Um, and and that looks like it's solved the problem of the, this the motion sensor detecting the light turning off and and kicking off the motion sensor again. So just turned it down a little bit like you know just a, a few notches on the dial so to speak and that seems to have really helped the other thing that's new is i i know with the new apple tv high def they introduced a new remote and people were talking about apps like hbo and disney plus not working correctly with the with the remote amongst other things and when i put the tv in our bedroom the only way that i could watch hbo in the bedroom was to use the uh, airplay option to stream the application through the tv and recently hbo had to backpedal because they 
uh, had tried to build their own or roll their own uh, video player and it was so bad and so full of bugs that they had to roll it back. They had to go back to using the, the built-in one from Apple. Now, I'm still having problems on the iPad and I, I was going to share that if somebody is trying to stream to their smart television, the HBO Max, like say a movie or whatever, and it's not working, I had to power cycle. I had to unplug my TV and plug it back in. Powering it on and off wasn't enough before the AirPlay worked again. So those are some things, that, some bugs, I think, in the HBO app. And I haven't tried Disney because it, it has a built-in app through the smart television. So I haven't had to worry about it. But at any rate, I, having to unplug the television to get AirPlay to, to work again with HBO Max was kind of interesting. So just some, just some troubleshooting and, and different little things, little tips and tricks that I've figured out in the last week. Yep, I've been there, done that uh, recently. Uh, I've had to do that with my uh, Roku TV more than I care to mention. And needless to say, I, I just got this, uh, this TV, it's a 58-inch Roku TV, uh, less than a year ago, and it's already on my last nerve. So I, I see a new f- uh, TV coming in, in, in the future uh, sometime around the first of next year, I think. Uh, yep. If not, if not Black Friday, if I can find the right deal, so um, we shall see. Um, as far as what's new with me, I am fresh off vacation with my amazing bride. Uh, we went to a resort in Orlando uh, for four days. Uh, stayed on property the pretty much the entire time. Uh, we did walk. Uh, get an Uber and walk to the souvenir shops that were in the area to get some souvenirs and stuff for some family members. But that was pretty much it. Um, but we, we were there for four days. We had, we had a blast partying with the business people that were there for business meetings and conferences and stuff. We made some new friends and uh, also that on the weekend it, we just kind of uh, chilled and, you know, kind of let all the families that came into town do their thing. So it was my first trip with my wife as a couple, and we've been together for 10 years, um, where either her friends didn't come and join or we didn't have family members of the kids coming along with us. So it was much, much needed and welcomed, uh, to say the least. Got lots of pictures. I also found my old iPods, AirPods, that, uh, that I had lost a few weeks back, which prompted me to go and update my Air- and get the AirPod Pros. So I looked at that, found them in my car on this, on the side of my seat underneath the cloth. So I couldn't see it when I was moving things around and cleaning it out. Yay there. And ended up, uh, selling them to a friend of ours. So Danelle, so he purchased them and I ran them over to him yesterday. What's new with us? We have officially landed our first long-term sponsorship for uh, the weekly tech facts podcast. So this is actually the last episode that you guys will be hearing us, uh, that where we are recording in separate spaces or separate locations. And so starting next week, we will be in RMV studios, 
uh, here in, in Lincoln. They have agreed to become our long-term sponsor for the foreseeable future. So the audio quality is going to get 100 times better. And we're going to get the podcast out to you guys uh, at a different time. So normally you guys, you get this on uh, on a Thursday or Friday. We usually record on Wednesday or Thursday. So you'll get it er- earlier in the week, uh, you know, moving forward after this one. So uh, I'm welcome to I'm welcome into it. So make sure you guys go check out rmvstudios.com to see what they have going on there. We'll provide you guys with more details as, you know, things get finalized. So very excited for that. I'm excited to see your face, Seth. It's been too long, uh, absolutely to say. Now, for the moment that you guys have all been waiting for, and sorry to keep you waiting, but you had to get those things done and uh, and whatnot. So, yes, WWDC just wrapped up. Uh, so, for those of you that do not know, WWDC is Apple's de- worldwide developer conference, where they get to showcase. Uh, the new iOS, iPadOS, macOS systems, and uh, watchOS as well included is there to developers to say, here's what we have coming. Go ahead and get to work on uh, on some things. As far of as far as you guys that have worked at the nine to five stuff, we're not going to get into the whole uh, developer kits and X coding or and stuff like that. Um, too much. We'll get into the uh, new OS systems and what we thought you guys should know. And starting with, uh, without details, Seth, what what are your top three things that you saw that that were your favorite items? Honestly, I was super excited about the idea of the ID in the uh, Apple Wallet. I I just honestly I think that that's uh, going to be going to be really handy for travel and for other things. So I'm, I'm actually very excited about that. I, like I've got my insurance card and all these other things. As an Uber driver, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> uh, it, it would be really cool if I could just, you know, I don't even know if Nebraska is going to participate, be one of the participating states, probably not. But uh, it excited me to see that that technology is available, whether it gets used right away or not. So that's cool. Um, personally, I thought that, the iCloud Plus, where uh, you could now do unlimited number of video cameras to your uh, and no additional cost. So what I'm already paying for with the with the current was Apple One service or whatever that includes everything. Uh, that that now I, I expect would include unlimited cameras since I already got the the five. So uh, that was very exciting to me. And even though I don't have a use for it, I absolutely thought that the ability to use a trackpad or a mouse and drag and drop all the way across multiple screens, like from a, and multiple devices uh, in, in the iOS 15 or uh, Mac OS 15, sorry. Uh, or whatever that's going to be, 12, I think, uh, that the, the ability to drag, let's say, from an, from a, um, a, an iPad all the way through a MacBook Air onto an actual iMac with one trackpad, you just move, move the mouse all the way across. 
That looks absolutely awesome. So very excited about those things in particular. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Um, I'm right there with you, man, on the wallet, uh, the Apple wallet update and with IDs and, and whatnot. Uh, that's definitely my number one thing. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm ready, I'm ready to get rid of my wallet entirely. Uh, but like you, you mentioned, Nebraska may not initially participate in it, but, you know, eventually we'll get there and each place is getting uh, closer and closer. So, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you as my number one thing for sure. Um, my number two thing I'm going to have to say is uh, the focus feature. And yeah, focus features got to be that. I got, I'll be utilizing that quite a bit for different purposes and reasons. And then third, with the mail app and the ability to hide your IP address. So I'm excited for that. Uh, we'll get into details about these things later. But iOS 15 got a, a quite a bit of updates, you know, as you may have read across some news articles or headlines. Uh, already that uh, the new iOS system, macOS, iPadOS was relatively lackluster. It wasn't really received well. Um, there were some fantastic updates made. I, it just wasn't the overhaul that everybody expected it to be. Um, I, myself included on that, you know, I expected a UI overhaul on some things. And, uh, but I will say this, the Apple ecosystem just got a lot larger and a lot stronger. Um, I almost like it's almost considered what I have to would have to consider like a new social network, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yep. And the reason why I say this is because of the first thing I'll say is FaceTime. FaceTime got an update where it now pretty much has the same functions or functionality as Google Meet, Zoom, and Microsoft Teams um, without the uh, the chat functionality for, for the Teams portion of it, but I think that's coming. Uh, also, it's no longer only uh, Apple users or iPhone users. Uh, you can now create a FaceTime link that you can send out to Android users to where they can actually access uh, FaceTime meetings now as well. So to me, that alone is huge, right? Like if, if I can now use FaceTime with my son who has an Android device, right? Like, wow, that, that his ability to then join a conversation with grandparents or literally the whole rest of the family would be fantastic. Yep, that's that's a instant industry disruptor, uh, to say the least. Sure. Uh, also, we got screenshot uh, FaceTime screen sharing with uh, spatial audio and voice isolation. So what that means is that wherever the voice is coming from on the FaceTime means that that's where you're going to hear it from. So if you have somebody, you have three people on on FaceTime, you got one person in your upper right hand corner and they're talking, then that's where the voice is going to come through at is. So it's going to be pretty much in your face coming from that, from whatever direction who's talking. Uh, so that's, that's, that's a very welcome thing. Also portrait mode in landscape mode. 
which is going to be great for, you know, be able to take like screenshots and a better visual of, of things. Uh, share play. It is kind of the big, another big thing that, that consumers that you guys will want to uh, definitely want to use. And I could see becoming maybe even a majority of, of people out there's favorite thing about the Apple ecosystem, because you can share play, you can play the same episode at the exact same time on two separate devices and at, and make your comments to each other while you're on FaceTime about certain things. So if I, uh, for instance, if I'm watching uh, the newest episode of Mythic Quest, which I'm behind on, Seth, don't spoil it. Uh, but I can I can FaceTime Seth, watch the episode live with him, and we can crack up at the same thing or at different things and have conversations throughout it. So um, it should be a lot of fun. Um, in which case, if this this also kind of enhances the AirPlay feature uh, feature as well, which you know, is a huge welcome there. I know. When when you mentioned that, it actually because of course I had to sit down and watch this and and, and with the wife and and listen to her react to different things. The thing that she really liked was that if let's say you've shared a uh, a movie or whatever it is, right, a music, whatever, that there is a notification summary that would tell you these things. And there'd be a section in the TV and music apps where it would show you what's been shared. And then when you're actually in Apple TV and you're looking at a show that whoever has been talking about that show, that their little avatar or whatever would show up on the screen next to the the show so you you know which friends are watching that and and enjoying it or making comments about it whatever so she really thought that seemed uh interesting yep i agree and that kind of rolls right into the next thing of the notifications update um the notifications uh definitely got a an update or facelift needless to say that was much needed so you're going to see the things that are not important to you get uh, shrunken down into a smaller than the things that are a priority to you through machine learning, they are going to be a little bit bigger on the notifications. So you'll see those types of things uh, stacked uh, on top of each other. So it's just going to be a lot cleaner uh, for you guys. So that'll be uh, pretty much across all three OS systems uh, as far as I'm concerned. So iOS 15, iPad OS 15 and Mac OS Monterey um, is that one. Also, sharing is is uh, caring apparently to uh, to Apple. So they also updated iMessage, so you could share content like pics and videos, and and it'll actually go into like a collage view, where they will actually be added automatically to your photos in a shared with you album. So that that kind of expands the Apple ecosystem quite a bit by itself. Uh, you know, needless to say. So um, that'd be uh, pretty nice to have. And uh, everybody who's shared with, they could just see it uh, in real time through, you know, iCloud. So we also, we already talked about updated notification summary stack. Focus mode. There's different types of focus modes that you can now go into. So if you're driving, uh, that's obviously one. If you're working, then you could set it to 
only certain people can contact you when you have that focus mode set or receive a certain type of notification set. Uh, and that goes if, let's say, if you're working out, you only get certain types of notifications or if uh, you're meditating, all of these types of things, you can set the focus mode for to allow different types of notifications to come through. So um, that, that'll be a welcome uh, feature to the system as well. Absolutely. Also, uh, I can see, uh, I, I, all, all I know about that uh, is that I know that my wife will have be able to have uh, notifications set for me whenever I'm in focus mode because I expect to use that feature a lot. She'll just be able to get through on whatever else I'm doing. So I think she might be the only one uh, that will get that level of access to uh, be able to send me notifications because I think notifications are annoying. Um, and I have to be at inbox zero on everything, uh, for email, notif email and messages. So. Do you, you want to know how many I have in my, my inbox right now on, on Gmail? 15, <laughs> my uh, 1500. 50,495. Oh my goodness. I could I don't, never, I don't delete anything out of my Gmail box. So that's pretty funny. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Net zero. Uh, that's the only one, though. That's the only one. Like my my messages, everything else got to be got to be a zero. But yeah, I'm a stickler when it comes to that. So I'm I'm glad I don't have to stare at your phone at all because it would drive me nuts, <laughs> and I might have a panic attack. Uh, yep. To to say the least. What else we got? You got live texts. So if you take a picture of something and it has uh, a text in it, you can actually copy and paste that text that is from the image. Uh, that is welcome. So you can copy, you know, the text of the restaurant billboard or the restaurant sign and paste it into DuckDuckGo search browser and get the information on that restaurant. Uh, that I know I'll be using quite a bit. Also, uh, you know, our talked about our top feature that we talked about was the Apple Wallet update, where uh, coming this fall, you'll actually be able to get your IDs added to the wallet. So like your driver's license, for instance, your hotel room keys, uh, soon your keyless car keys. Yeah, uh, I think the BMWs and the Teslas will be the first to jump onto that. Uh, maybe a couple of other manufacturers, but for your next year's uh, cars, that'll be welcome. So you can get rid of keys and your wallet. Your pocket is going to get a lot lighter. This is thanks to the uh, blockchain technology. Uh, you've heard us uh, mention it before. It's something that I have a... Uh, high level of interest in to say the least and have been kind of learning about and have considered actually becoming a, a blockchain node in my computer to, to validate transactions. So it's because of that type of, uh, that type of technology that this is all possible. Uh, weather app, as I mentioned on the previous episode, it was kind of expected it, um, which I'm rarely right uh, about things, but I was right about this, where the uh, weather app got a UI overhaul with uh, complete with graphics and uh, more detailed information. I'm very welcome to seeing that and uh, go ahead and get use the native weather app and get rid of the third party, well, semi third party dark sky app. So just one less thing on my, on my phone taking up space uh, moving forward. Another welcome change was Apple Maps in 3D mode, light mode and dark. Uh, that's kind of what I'm welcome to that. I do use Apple Maps and 
I think it's very intuitive and it just keeps getting better and better. But from the looks of it on the keynote, it looks, it, it looks pretty sweet. So honestly, uh, I think that the thing uh, that I found really interesting, and I'm, they gave the example of you come up out, uh, out of tra- uh, being in like a subway, you come up into an area of town that you're not familiar with and you're trying to get your bearings the idea that you could open up uh, Apple Maps and just scan around with with your uh, camera and it would figure out where you are and then put like an augmented reality visual that says this way to David Street or whatever, right? Like it, it would it would visually on the on your phone give you a, a, a way to navigate. I just thought that that is absolutely incredible. Like I'm excited about it. I think that's really fantastic, and I I hope that it's not just tied into transit somehow but that it would work just for walking on foot basically i also have to say that you know sometimes the the gps in in lyft or uber which is based on google maps doesn't always work correctly and sometimes i have been actually switching over to apple maps because it will have a more accurate uh, location or it seems to be more updated. It's just a different, different source, but so far it has not failed me. So I find that interesting that we went from what, how long has it been 10 years ago when Apple Maps first came out to now. And I think they're now going to be surpassing Google Maps personally. I think, I think they're there. I, th- I think that you're you're right on the money, and it took them a long time to do it and figure it out. But yeah, like you were saying, it was quite uh, it was bad. It was just no other way to say it. But Apple Maps was just bad when it first came out, and you know, it, as time went by, it slowly got better. And I feel like it took a big leap here. So I'm excited for that. You know that that makes me happy that they're they put a focus on the things that they needed to put a focus on. Um, Rolling into the next thing that got an update was the Apple's native translator app. That is one of the relatively new ones. I always thought that it was a, a quality app that, you know, I, just, I don't use it, you know, very much at all. But I have, you know, opened it up and I do know a lot of people that would use it. And it got an update to where now everything's more like real time. And that live text feature that I, I that I had uh, mentioned just a little bit ago again you can copy and paste uh you know whatever from a picture whatever text in a picture and you can drop it directly into the the translator app and it's going to give you a live uh translation uh pretty much uh spot on with whatever languages that you need it to to be done and yep and 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 my my uncle is married to a woman from china and they communicate using translate apps and 
this is in my he has an ipad and i think when this comes out it's going to absolutely revolutionize things in that regard as far as you know being able to communicate more freely i'll tell you the next step that i think you're going to see remember in their example around spatial audio and the the airpod how if you had a little bit of hearing loss that using beamforming technology if you're looking at somebody who's talking it would cut out the ambient noise and allow you to hear them better yeah now if both people were wearing an airpod and had the translate app and they tied it into the to that could they maybe block out their actual speech and you would hear the translated i mean i'm talking star trek level almost oh yeah you know universal translator but imagine being able to communicate with somebody in another from another country like you're going on a business meeting you're meeting with somebody who you know can't speak your language well maybe they can speak it or you can speak their language but not well right to be right. able to just put an AirPod in and using beamforming and hearing them talk and run it through the Translate app and just just speak what they're saying, they're getting there, man. It's it it might be another year or two, but I I predict that you're going to see that level of amazing technology tied in maybe with only with the AirPod Pros or something, you know, to make you want to buy the more expensive version of something with the translate app built in, I think it's just going to be they're They're on the cusp of that being reality. Yep. I think you're right there. You hit it right on the money, Seth. I really do. I think that's the next uh, step. And you can already uh, put, you know, each person doesn't have to have their own set of AirPods either. So you can have like, for instance, and it was kind of like a, a major lifesaver for my wife and I, when we were on our longer flights uh, this last week where we had like two, we had like a five hour flight. So, mm-hmm. you know, we downloaded some movies on, uh, on Netflix and uh, I was able to give her one of my AirPod pros and, you know, we will set out the tray table and we watched uh, a, a couple of movies on my iPad and, you know, she had one AirPod, I had the other AirPod and that, that was a game changer for us. And it definitely changed our experiences to say the least. Uh, from what it could have been because uh, they were both you know packed flights and just having that yep. was amazing so you know like you said give one person one of your airpods and you open up that translator app and it does the live the live exactly. translation and picks up yep. on it then i think that's the next step in the technology i think apple is going to get there i think the technology is already there they just have to write it into code and hardware and firmware uh basically is what it is all it comes down to i think it, like you said i completely agree it might be a year or two from now but it's coming and i'm, I'm, I'm welcome to that extremely well i just wonder if it's going to put shows like the amazing race out of business or out of uh, <laughs> uh to you know so maybe or maybe they don't allow those types of devices i don't know um i don't think they do but uh, I'm glad that you that you kind of mentioned the conversation boost because that was actually going to be the next thing that I uh, that you know that we got into because and it's kind of important for me personally because I am I do you know suffer from a little bit of hearing loss and my hearing has always been bad uh, ever since I can remember 
and having that conversation boost, you know, with my AirPods is, is crucial for me. Um, and I think that I'll, I'm just going to start having to wear my, my AirPods here more often and just make sure that I have that conversation boost, uh, you know, turned on so that I don't have to ask people to repeat themselves two or three times and I can catch everything on the first, on the first go about. So I'm, I'm excited for that. It's very important to me. And I probably should have put that on my, on my top three list, uh, to be honest. So last thing, uh, as far as iOS is concerned, uh, this will make a lot of people happy is now uh, there is called, it's called proximity support. So if your AirPods are lost and they are in the case, you can now still find your, uh, your AirPods through the Find My app. Do you know uh, how often I lose or forget where I put my, my AirPods in their case? Like, I don't, I, I haven't had the problem very often of having one fall down in, in, the, in, the, in the couch. But man, I'll forget where I put my, my, the case and to be able to, to have it chirp or didn't they show up? You, you mentioned proximity, isn't there? Doesn't it like tell you when you're getting closer and closer yep. to it? Yep, the indicator gets bigger um, the closer uh, I, that you get to it. So, game changer right there. I am super yep. excited about that. Yep, I wish I would have had that a few weeks ago when I lost my AirPods because <laughs> then, because then I wouldn't have had to buy the new one. So, um, it would have been real nice. But hey, I found them anyways, and uh, you know I'm thankful. Yep. Hey, did you? I was going to ask you. Did you happen to put both of them in and use the noise canceling? on the airplane did you happen to try that out yes i did and let me tell you it was a huge huge thing on the way back uh on our uh last flight uh from denver back home uh there was uh there was a couple of uh loud crying babies on a 100 percent capacity plane and so it, it it helped immensely when uh, the wife and I were trying to watch a movie. So I was, uh, um, it's now one of my favorite features uh, just because of that. And I'm glad we only had to deal with one short flight of it with uh, crying babies. Cause who knows uh, how, with four different flights that we had total one out of four, is it bad? Right. And I find it, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that I have used that falling asleep. Right. If you're slow to fall asleep and your partner isn't, I, I can't, I mean, I know I snore. So, and my wife's got pros as well. And, and, you know, there's times when I think she's probably put hers in just to fall asleep for me, you know? So, uh, it, they, they're, they're great on airplanes, but they're great, uh, in other situations, crying babies, whatever, you're in an uh, unusual place, but you need to sleep, whatever the case is, or you're just trying to focus, right? And you want to cut out all the noise. It's, it's fantastic. There it's, it's really, I think the spatial audio with music is going to be really interesting, like FaceTime, but also I think just regular music. I think the ones that support that spatial audio if you listen to examples, and I think you can go to like Dolby.com and listen to some some examples of with and without spatial audio, it's night and day. It absolutely is. 
the other thing that didn't get, I don't think has gotten much um, uh, talked about yet, but uh, it's the lossless or whatever, higher fidelity uh, music. And I'm not, I, I'm not as excited about that as I am about the spatial audio. So all of these things around your, your uh, AirPods, I think are going to just make them more and more useful. So I'm glad you tried that out. And I'm, I'm glad you, uh, enjoyed it yep it's definitely uh you know much needed so if uh, the dogs get too rowdy uh or the kids there are talking go. too loud and i'm trying to stay focused then i can i could turn them on and and, and i'm and i'm okay without having to uh go out there and yell at them so right, which right. i want to avoid at all costs on to the next thing ipad os um most of the features that we had talked about in ios uh as regards to you know the weather app facetime uh, live text, focus modes, all that stuff is still going to be, uh, will still be translated over into uh, iPad OS. So a uh, few few things that uh, iPad OS gets uh, outside of what we already mentioned is that uh, you can now reorg all app pages uh, real easily. Um, That's kind of one of the smaller things. Also, multitasking support got huge. Uh, so there's a, a couple of different ways that uh, you will get multitasking accomplished. Uh, it's no longer a drag up from the bottom and uh, from the dock. There's actually a whole screen that, that pulls up and you select what you want to do and multitask. And then uh, you just pretty much drag it over and you can have as many instances of as many apps open as you want. And that's going to be welcome for a lot of people. It's a lot easier. A big thing that everybody kind of knew um, was coming was that the ability to add widgets wherever you want to on the screen, widgets and, and shortcuts, wherever you wanted to on the screen, you can add those on there. I think a lot of people just keep it at the top from what it looks like. I'm not a huge uh, app widget person, but you know that could change in the future. I don't know. Um, one of the big things I'm most excited about is the quick notes feature where if you just swipe up from the bottom right of your screen, you can now have a uh, quick note pop up to where you can uh, type and and make a quick note, basically type down somebody's uh, write somebody's phone number or, or whatnot. If you have like an Apple pencil, as they showed in the demo at the keynote, as I mentioned before, one of my top features was the mail app you can now get the ability to hide your IP address. So, and pretty much email and spoof your email address. So I'm quite excited about that as uh, you know, I am signed up for way too many websites with all my email address and have been uh, working to get the, uh, my passwords updated on all these sites and accounts deleted. It's a process, but I do know that with uh, iOS 14.6, they did resolve that bug that I had mentioned on previous episodes where if you were updating the password, it would not get updated in the iCloud keychain. So uh, that is now welcomed as well. Um, iCloud plus, as you mentioned before, yeah, you can do, uh, you can hide your email account, spoof it as I mentioned before. And uh, also you like, you get your unlimited cameras as you were saying uh, as well. And also what Clue is that is with Safari, you do get private relay browsing. So that's what that equivalates to, uh, which is which is nice. So a little bit more privacy lockdown uh, 
for you guys. Um, and uh, kind of along with that as well as the HomeKit update. Uh, HomeKit got an update as well, which was much needed. I'm, I'm not a fan of the HomeKit app. It It's it's just not user-friendly to me, even though I only have one device that I use in it. As of right now, um, in the next probably month or so, I'm going to start the process of updating all my light fixtures to be smart lights in my house and maybe a couple of other outlets as well, uh, maybe mm-hmm. a couple of power outlets. So uh, we'll see. You know, it'll be a process, you know, that's, that's going to take some time. I'm not in a rush to do it. But the home kit with secure video and your package notifications, I think that's going to be the big thing. Seeing as package notification. Yeah. Absolutely. Package yeah. notification. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't probably want to be notified on the west side of my house of a package, right? Like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. But the right. doorbell? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's a must. Absolutely. That is going to be so huge to be able, because how often have they, well, not just an Amazon package, but think about people that deliver food. Oh, yeah. Okay. There, sometimes it says, don't ring the doorbell. I know this because I've delivered food. (laughs) And it'll say, you know, don't ring doorbell, baby sleeping. There'll just be a a post-it note, right? So, so to be able to know when something arrives, that's going to be fantastic. These are all little things, but they add up. Yep. And it adds, it just adds more value to the Apple ecosystem. And, and like I said, you know, at the beginning, it just makes it a little bit stronger. And, you know, the, these are all welcome things, you know, they, like you said, they may be small, but all these small things add up to be, you know, a couple of big things that, that make it just overall fantastic. Uh, also with going along with your iCloud uh, plus stuff is that you can now have uh, grant legacy access. So if you were to die or pass away unexpectedly, then uh, you would probably have your wife set as a legacy contact, or you can even have more than one person if you wanted to, that would be able to access your information upon your passing. This makes things so much easier for 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 people that are you know going through a loss in their life and um i don't that way i don't have to worry about making sure my wife has all of my passwords uh upon my passing or trying to figure out how to get into my notes that are that have all my passwords in it when the those notes are password protected uh with you know a unique password that is not used on any other thing so um that is uh that's welcomed uh needless to say so uh, well, and, and along with that, along with that, and you're probably going to mention it, but the ability to unlock, like if you lose your device, uh, you're just you're just switching from device A to device B. Like from you bought a new phone, right? You're you're just trying to transfer everything over. I the ability to send that code to another device to a trusted third party and get the code to activate your phone that is i can't tell you how concerned i got when i was upgrading devices and the only thing that unlocked my wife's phone was that she had an old ipad mini that that one of the kids was using and they're like hey why did i get this code and we're like oh my gosh it just happened to be 
at that time a trusted device on her iCloud. But to be able to share that with somebody who's not on your iCloud and have them get the code, that's, that's going to be extremely welcome. So it's not the legacy thing, but I forget what they called it, but they did talk about it kind of around the same time. I, I really, I think we'll definitely set that up. Yep. Um, that's welcome for me, uh, especially because I like to factory reset my devices uh, once or twice a year. And last year, um, yeah, I made the mistake of uh, factory resetting all, all three of my devices at the same time. And so I couldn't get the code and it almost bricked it. It almost bricked uh, my iPad or, uh, because of it. So, you know. Wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> to see. Um, but yeah, that's welcome to have, like you know, like you said, the trusted, uh, the trusted person on an account if you do get locked out. So uh, those are kind of the big things with that. Watch OS, obviously, you know, Apple is still on their health improvement stuff. So kind of the big thing that stuck out to me was behavioral changes in regards to uh, walking steadiness. So if you're you know, a person that has bad balance or you, if you want to work on, you know, your balance, then watch OS eight actually has the feature now where it'll, it'll give you the ability to improve on that. So it can help you change the way you walk to, you know, help you with your balance with, you know, maybe, uh, you're a person like myself where I tend to put more weight on my heels than I do on the rest of my foot. That is going to help that, that has to do with balance. So, um, that's going to help me out um, when I do decide to get a new Apple Watch, which will be here probably by the end of the year, I think, just because uh, the Apple Watch Series 1 is uh, it's good for texting and not much else, uh, to say the least. Check the weather, maybe, but I don't really, and looking at tracking my, my steps in a day, that's pretty much all I use it for. And that's all it's pretty much good for, but I want to get the other extra health benefits uh, soon so I can start tracking and get in better shape. Also, new workouts. I know, um, Seth, you'll be you know excited about this because I do know you're, you and your wife do the Fitness Plus stuff. and We pay for uh, it. <laughs> you pay for it at least, you know. So uh, yeah, a couple of new workouts, a new workout partner. I, do, I have a buddy of mine that I do know that does use the – uh, fitness plus and uses those workouts and he's yeah. uh, quite impressed with it to say the least and you know so it's going to keep growing and growing and growing and growing that not much else that's worth really noting to you guys on that mac os uh moderate is the new uh iteration of os system that they named it and uh like you're saying kind of the big thing was the seamless universal control where you have your iPad set up, your MacBook set up, and your iMac, and you can move the trackpad across all three devices as if they were displays. And that is awesome. It's not quite the external display support that everybody was looking for and has been hoping for for years, but it's still the game changer. So I can take my MacBook and my iPad Pro and get a, a you know, four-person table and set up almost like a whole home desk at a coffee nope. shop and get work done. And all I need is my magic mouse and my trackpad. So uh, I'm quite excited for that. You know, that makes me very happy. It's a welcome change. And I have a feeling it's going to be the number one thing that people like. Oh, um, yeah. You know, also 
there's shortcuts for Mac finally is here. So the shortcuts app, the shortcuts app on your iPad and your uh, iPhones is now on your MacBook, uh, which is good because you know shortcuts are are starting to get to be pretty big deal where people are are starting to figure it out. So um, I'm not one of those people. I just haven't I haven't spent the time on it. I have a high level of interest in it. I just haven't spent the time on it. Um, you know, to learn it and really figure it out to a science because that's what I would like to do and and create some additional content for you guys on that in the future. Uh, FaceTime got a new update. Uh, Safari across all three devices gets a, the UI interchange where uh, tabs are going to be displayed differently. Um, it's kind of weird looking at the moment. You, it'll take some getting used to from what I'm seeing. And now macOS actually gets AirPlay as well where you can airplay pretty much everything. That's going to be really nice for me for the time being. I can't wait for it. Uh, well, actually, now that I think about it, I won't be able to do it. I'll need to get a whole new MacBook, which will be pointless because I want one of the new iMacs, which I won't have any use for my new for a new MacBook. But uh, if you have <laughs> air, you'll be able to do air, airplay uh, pretty much anything with macOS Monterey. Um, I think that's going to be pretty big for a lot of people where you can just uh, screen, mirror your stuff to to your TV or to your speakers for audio. So uh, I know it would be welcome for me with my MacBook because I don't have speakers on my Mac, on my, on my monitor. And I would like to stream the sound to my HomePod mini that's sitting on my desk and have my audio of my video hooked up to my HDMI cable through my Thunderbolt port uh, that I just got on my MacBook pro. So that's pretty much the gist of what they talked about on the on the keynote uh did want to cover a couple of things that did not get talked about uh at the keynote but you guys will be interested to know about is low power mode on your ipad now uh so you can get some battery life extra battery life out of it uh something that kind of uh i'm excited about is custom domains is now coming to icloud mail so in the future, when uh, Seth and I have uh, our website up fully functional and some kind of web hosting to have, we'll have email addresses. Um, we'll be able to have use the you know Josh at at weeklytechfacts.com as an iCloud account. That excites me quite a bit, and I don't know about you, Seth, but it does me. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, the I, the other thing I'll just throw in here real quick. If you have one of those, um, the uh, what's it, MagSafe chargers, and you drop your phone onto it, the the animation shows a green circle that closes to whatever percentage of the battery is currently charged. Right. They I don't know if it was this up if it was the it was a recent update, but it now actually shows if you're in low power mode, the charger shows in yellow. So yes, the circle animation color used to be always green, no matter what. Now, if you're in low power mode, you have a visual right there in front of you. Love it. Love it. I don't have MagSafe yet, but like this is my upgrade year. So whatever uh, iPhone comes out, I'll probably be getting it upon launch yep. uh, because I'll be eligible for the upgrade at that time. Um, not ex I'm not as excited about it as I was uh, previously with the iOS update, cause it was in fact lackluster. So, uh, maybe they'll add some, a couple of big things to kind of make up for it with later updates in iPad and iOS, uh, 15, but you know, we'll see. 
um, you know, just got to give it, give it some time. And Apple has had, does have a history of doing that. So um, also you get password authentication with Phil on an unlocked account. And that'll be welcome for some people. Also, you get offline support for Siri now. So you don't have to be connected to the uh, online to LTE or to your Wi-Fi to get Siri to work. So it's now just going to be integrated into any third-party device now. You can actually add it, Tom, add it, which is exciting because now on your Echo Dot, you can now get Siri on it um, as well. So <laughs> I will say into the I, ecosystem of the offline mode, if you've ever been in your car, and you tell Siri to call someone or tell somebody something, and it says, working on that, one more minute or something, and then it mm-hmm. goes, something went wrong, try again. Yep. Yep. Oh, my gosh. To be able to just say, hey, call my wife, call my mom, call the kid, whatever, right? Like, that it will just do it is hands down not being connected why does it need a cellular connection or a data connection in order to figure out that i won't you know the contact is on my phone it's it's not going to be using the data network to do that i'm i'm thrilled so yep that's that's a welcome welcome change plus yep i have to agree sending that off to somewhere in the cloud to get it analyzed to come back you know it it might cut down on some of that uh, trust issue people have of, is my device listening to me? What does that mean for my privacy? Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. And they're, you know, like being able to, they're making strides on everything, you know, again, it's not going to be perfect by any means, but you know, they're, they'll get there guys. You just got to give it some time and they're going to continue to keep it a focus for years to come. So it's going to be, it'll be in time you know and it's just going to keep getting better and makes me happier as a uh apple customer and consumer one last thing for you guys uh this is a big one um finally i i expected it to come in ios 14 but it never did ipad os uh 15 nat with safari now finally gets plug-in support that to me is huge because i'm a huge uh fan of being able to you know customize my own theme and and having an ad blocker now i'm not sure at this point in time they never really talked about it like as or mentioned it but it is coming and we don't know what uh plugins are going to come to safari but i'm welcomed for it and i know other content creators are as well uh with that being said seth i don't have anything else how about you um i think i think that was about it i think the only other thing was that uh some of the features we talked about it's going to be interesting they're only going to be available on apple like m1 processors macbook air mm-hmm. uh, imax uh, apple uh, uh the the iphones things like that so the interesting thing to me was just to to note that some of the newest features and i guess this is really for the mac os will only work on a mac on an apple silicon processor which means the slow march towards obsolescence for intel based macs so just something to throw out there that that they that also kind of went unmentioned 
yep. but very important. I, they did they did say it, you know, in kind of a woven in way that if you're on one of these new MacBook Airs with an M1 processor, you'll be able to do blah, right? Um, but they, they didn't point out that a number of the features are not going to work if you don't. Um, the other, the only other thing I'll mention was that I I'm excited for is, uh, on your, uh, mail app to have it also mask your, uh, your, your IP address and your location. I read somewhere that an iPhone accounts for it's well over 70% of when, when they're tracking whether or not you've read a message just as an industry kind of, if I'm an advertiser and I'm looking at uh, whether somebody is actively looking at the emails I'm sending over 70% of all of the emails where there is uh, an indication that somebody read it or not, right? That it's providing intelligence of some kind to the advertiser. Over 70% of that came from an iPhone or, and then I think it was like, you know, almost, almost 60% came from a Mac. Uh, so to hide that is going to be absolutely amazing for the end user and I think it's going to really put the crunch on advertisers for that mode which if we get millions of emails that are spam and we want to get rid of that fantastic like maybe that'll finally kill spam I don't know but uh, that to me was something that again I'm looking forward to but it wasn't really it was it was talked about but it wasn't really um, something that I think people understand how big of a deal that might actually be. So anyway, those are the only other two things I had, Josh. Sure. Yep. I'm excited for that too. Um, definitely myself too. Cause how many, I can't count. I've, I, I can't count on my hands and toes or fingers and toes. How many times I've actually went into my email and went to unsubscribe from the email and choose all listings but it never seems to work. Like it's only working about 10% of the time, you know, right. but I'll still get, I'll continue to get email notifications for, for everything for months before they finally stop. So I'm kind of tired of it. I'm over it. And, you know, I'm right there with you. So it's, it needs, something needs to change and they get, thank you Apple for, uh, for that exact thing. So I don't really have anything else, but yeah, Seth, it's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Always, man. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, you too, and uh, everybody out there listening, thank you so much. We genuinely appreciate you guys, so keep listening, and we'll see you guys next time.